Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is panic. Don't panic. If panic strikes, we do not have to allow it to control our behaviors. Behaviors controlled by panic tend to be self-defeating. No matter what the situation or circumstance, panic is usually not a good foundation. No matter what the situation or circumstance, we usually have at least a moment to breathe deeply and restore our serenity and peace. I love that. We usually have at least a moment to breathe deeply and restore serenity and peace. I was talking to somebody else and they talked about like the concept of like a regroup moment or recalibration, you know, and I think at some time in childhood, the message was we didn't have time to breathe. Um, And that's no longer the case now. Back to the reading. We don't have to do more than we can reasonably do, ever. We don't have to do something we absolutely cannot do or cannot learn to do. This program, this healthy way of life we are seeking, is built on a foundation of peace and quiet confidence in ourselves, in our higher power, in the recovery process. Do not panic. That takes us away from the path. Relax. Breathe deeply. Let peace flow through our body and mind. From this base, our source shall supply the necessary resources. God, I love reading Melody Beatty. Today, I will treat panic as a separate issue that needs immediate attention. I will refuse to allow panicky thoughts and feelings to motivate me. Instead, I will let peace and trust motivate my feelings, thoughts, and behaviors. The next reading also comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is Near the Top. I know you're tired. I know you feel overwhelmed. You may feel as through the crisis, as though the crisis, this problem, this hard time will last forever. It won't. You're almost through. You don't just think it has been hard. It has been hard. You have been tested, tried, and retested on what you have learned. Your beliefs and your faith have been tried in fire. You have believed, then doubted, then worked at believing some more. You have had to have faith even when you could not see or imagine what you were asked to believe. Others around you may have tried to convince you not to believe in what you were hoping you could believe. You have had opposition. You have not gotten to this place with total support and joy. You have had to work hard, you know, I would say, and alone, in spite of what was happening around you. Sometimes what motivated you was anger, sometimes fear. Yeah, that is the truth. And I realize that sometimes love is good is, can be the best motivator. Things went wrong. More problems occurred than you anticipated. There were obstacles, frustrations, and annoyances en route. You did not plan on this being the way it would evolve. Much of this has been a surprise. Some of it has not been at all what you desired. Yet it has been good. Part of you, the deepest part that knows truth, has sensed this all along, even when your head told you that things were out of whack and crazy, that there was no plan or purpose, that God had forgotten you. You know, I had an incident in August that was really upsetting. And I knew that a part of me really knew that this was going to be good for me in the long term. And even now, I kind of wish, it, you know, we're, we're talking, what, December now, late December even now, I kind of wish it didn't happen. And that's what I love about, you know, this notion of there is a part of you, the deepest part, you know, the divine part that knows the truth that, you know, 
as has been said, you know, the obstacle is the way. Back to the reading. So much has happened in each incident, the most painful, the most troubling, and the most surprising has a connection. You are beginning to see and sense that. Man, this is one of the true gifts of recovery. You never dreamt things would happen this way, did you? But they did. Now you are learning the secret. They were meant to happen this way, and this way is good, better than what you expected. You didn't believe it would take this long either, did you? Yes, I did not. But it did. You have learned patience. You have never you never thought you could have it, but now you know you do. You have been led. Many were the moments when you thought you were forgotten, when you were convinced you had been abandoned. Now you know you have been guided. Now things are coming into place. You are almost at the end of this phase, this difficult portion of the journey. The lesson is almost complete. You know, the lesson you fought, resisted, and insisted you could not learn. Yeah, I have done all those. Yes, that one. You have almost mastered it. And I could not have done this alone. And in a lot of ways, asking for help and receiving it not only makes it manageable, and sometimes it just makes it, it increases my faith. Back to the reading. You have been changed from the inside out. You have been moved to a different level, a higher level, a better level. You have been climbing a mountain. It has not been easy. But mountain climbing is never easy. Now you are near the top. A moment longer and the victory shall be yours. Steady your shoulders. Breathe deeply. Move forward in confidence and peace. The time is coming to relish and enjoy all, which you have fought for. That time is drawing near. Finally, I know you have thought before that the time was drawing near only to learn that it wasn't. But now the reward is coming. You know that too. You can feel it. Your struggle has not been in vain. For every struggle on this journey, there is a climax, a resolution. Peace, joy, Abundant blessings and reward are yours here on earth. Enjoy. There will be more mountains, but now you know how to climb them, and you have learned the secret of what it is at the top. Today, I will accept where I am and continue pushing forward. If I am in the midst of a learning experience, I will allow myself to continue on with the faith that the day of mastery and reward will come. Help me, God, understand that despite my best efforts, to live in peaceful serenity. There are times of mountain climbing. Help me stop creating chaos and crisis and help me meet the challenges that will move me upward and forward. I love that last part. Help me stop creating chaos and crisis and help me meet the challenges that will move me forward, move me upward and forward. It reminds me of that like, you know, ordinary neurosis rather than, you know, just creating drama. I mean, there is going to be some parts of life that are difficult, but I found that pre-recovery made everything harder than it needed to be. And that part about creating uh, chaos and crisis. And I just love Scott Peck, you know, when he says that part, I think it's the opening of his book where it's just life is hard. And until you can accept that life is hard, it will be. But once you accept it, it no longer is if you have discipline. And for me, discipline comes from the steps. The next reading comes from, ooh, timely. ACA's Strengthening My Recovery and the topic is value of therapy. This is like something that I, you know, for me, I found coaching to be way more helpful than therapy. But, you know, maybe that changes. Maybe that changes after reading this. While therapy is not a replacement for the ACA program, many of our members have benefited from counselors who are familiar with ACA or 12-step work. That is good. After some time in ACA, many of us wondered about therapy and counseling. We heard our friends share about recovering with such help, 
We wondered if we should look into it. Some of us had never been to a counselor before, and we were nervous to start something new, thinking it might get us off track. We knew of others who had been in therapy before, and it didn't seem to go well. Definitely heard a lot of stories of that. So we read chapter 16 in the Big Red Book, ACA and Therapy, with an open mind. We learned what a therapist should and shouldn't do. You know, and I think one of the things is, are they familiar with ACA? Not the 12 steps, ACA. Because the Big Red Book gave us the step-by-step process we needed. We said the therapy affirmations several days in a row. It's funny, I was Googling like how many times the word affirmation comes in various 12-step books. And it's very interesting what books it came up more often in. Then while leaning on our higher power, we decided to use the questions to ask a therapist while calling a few of them. And we found someone who seemed like a good fit. We bounced the results off our ACA friends. Then with the support network in place, so important, we took a leap of faith and tried something new. We opened the door to another tool of recovery. We knew that if we didn't like the results, we had the resources to talk about it. And if our gut says it's not working, we can change directions. On this day, I will remember that ACA has many suggestions for recovery and I can try something new. It is so all-compassing, you know, the therapy, grief work, mirror work, affirmations. Speaking of which, our next reading also comes from ACA, Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is Grief and Tools. While grief can be perceptible through writing and talking about memories, some grief is not always visible. ACA encourages us to journal and share a story to help with their grieving process. While some of us only use only these tools, there are thankfully many other tools available. That's important to know because for some of us, our grief doesn't always surface while we are writing or talking. Yeah, this, it can be buried. Back to the reading. The hidden inner child may be too terrorized to respond to these methods. If this is the case, we learn to experiment with other methods to gain our inner child's trust. One tool is the non-dominant handwriting exercise. Another is seeing a qualified therapist. Notice not therapist, qualified therapist. And I think there was this, this notion of like a crumaholic and just, you know, in therapy, just getting a therapist. And maybe a therapist is better than no therapist, but, you know, we expect the best and, and get it. So I love the part of qualified therapist. Whatever method works for us to uncover the grief, eventually sharing what we find will empower us to continue the journey toward wholeness with the support of our meetings and our fellow travelers. There's plenty of room in our toolbox for whatever tools we may find along the way that help us get to the heart of what we're dealing with. But we're careful about advising others how to do this work, since what may work for us may not work for someone else. Our goals are what we focus on, to awaken spiritually, integrate our traits, and repairing ourselves to wholeness with gentleness, humor, love, and respect. On this day, I will use the tools of recovery as well as any other tools that can help me get in touch with my inner child. And it's just a reminder for me to look for qualified therapist and to do five minutes of non-dominant handwriting a day until the next episode. How about that? And that concludes today's readings for Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kowan Saluja reminding myself to breathe deeply, to pause, because that's where God is, to feel my feelings, and to love myself.